a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. I'm Jennifer John, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. All right, you guys, welcome, welcome to a new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast. Today, my guest is Susanna Mittermeier, and she is a pragmatic psychologist, which I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to find out a little bit more about what that is because she is the founder of this revolutionary new approach of pragmatic psychology. Susanna is also an active worldwide keynote speaker and international bestselling author in 12 countries. So welcome, Susanna, to the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So can you just take a few minutes and just give everybody, you know, the bios are one thing, but I would just love to hear a few minutes about just your story, your background, and how how did you come to be doing this work and to be here with us today? Well, you know, I'm one of those people who always knew I'm different. I see the world in a different way. Suffering never really made sense to me. I tried it, as I'm sure most of us. <laughs> and I was at a point many, many, many years ago where I'm like, okay, whose life am I actually living? I seem to make choices that make other people happy, but I don't seem to be included. And I was perceiving what future I was heading towards by, you know, creating a life that other people are happy with, but not me. And I made a turn. <laughs> I made a new choice and went, okay, so what if I include me? And that changed everything. And I started to become clear on what would I like? You know, why am I even here? What, what would I like to create being here on this planet with this body? And I realized, okay, so some of the elements were letting the world know that happiness is actually a choice. It's actually something valuable because in the world we live, it's not valuable. Um, <laughs> like being being someone that's um, having problem or suffering, that's more valuable to most people as though that makes you a real person than being happy, which is actually one of the most um, valuable pro- things that you can choose and things, a thing that makes you really successful if you allow it. So I was um, living a very normal life until I made a different choice. And I started to studied to become a psychologist in Sweden at the university, I realized, okay, so this is what I would like. I would like to show people that they have choice because it's not something that we've been taught. Like, yeah, we have a little choice, but it's still like, there's your upbringing, there's your culture, your religion, which supposedly determines what is possible for you and what's not possible for you. And so you have like choice in a light way, like, you know, diet choice, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not really. And that was never my point of view. So I wanted to, you know, show people that whatever you had as an upbringing, you have choice, you know, whatever you had going on in your past. And so in my study to become a psychologist, I realized that a lot of psychology still is about problems <laughs> and the validity of problems. And I'm like, okay, I finished my education. I started to work in child oncology 
very tough place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I worked in psychiatry with people with many different uh, diagnoses. And my job was everything from therapy to coaching the staff to also doing neuropsychological testings, which means basically, you know, what diagnosis this person have and what do they require as, um, as help after that. And so I did this for a while and I always had in the back of my head, there must be something different. There must be a different perspective on how to create change for oneself, but also for, you know, people you work with. So I asked, you know, the, the tool we all know, you ask and you shall receive. So you, I asked, hey, what else is possible? Like universe change, please. And so I found this work called Access Consciousness and I, you know, learned the tools there and I talked with the founder and he's like, try them out, like try them out on yourself and see what you can create with it. And so I did, I changed my whole life. I used these tools and then I started to implement those in my work and I realized, okay, there's a whole new paradigm possible rather than being dramatic. You can be pragmatic because dramatic is where you focus on the problem and you look for a solution which is still, every solution is still validating the problem. Um, But if you go for possibilities instead, you can be pragmatic and pragmatic means doing what works. So there's this whole new, like whole new download of how to work with patients and clients that started to emerge in my world. And I tried it out and everything changed. Like I had ease with the most troubled patients and clients in a way that I never saw possible. And it was easy on me as a, as a therapist, because as many others, I was drained out. I was so tired after every workday and the weekends were just for sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to have a life too. I cannot just like, you know, work all the time. I, that's not how I want to do business. And for me, business is about the joy of it and not that, you know, the struggle of it. So I made a different choice with that too, where I actually had a life after working pragmatically. And so I wrote my first book to my surprise people loved it. It's now many years ago, I think 12 or something years ago that the first book came out and people still go, I use it, you know, in my practice as, you know, different professionals. So now there are four books out there and this life form has taken off where other people learn how to use this. You know, we have dentists, doctors, therapists, coaches, like who do this work. And it just is a different paradigm when you go for possibilities rather than problems. And I just, this is just the beginning. So what else? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love this so much. And I think that's probably one of the criticisms of traditional, quote, talk therapy, that you talk about this problem over and over and over and over and over again, and then you just stay stuck in the problem. But when you're just stuck in the problem all the time, the only thing you really and truly are creating are just more things around that problem. So I love this so much because when you make the shift to be focused on possibilities, now you're coming at it from a very different way of thinking, you're kind of opening, at least when I think about it, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of opening that door of possibility instead of feeling like I'm sort of like stuck in the same problem all the time. Am I, am I following that correctly? Exactly that. Very nice. So how would you like, let's say, I know you probably can't share an example, but like, or an example of like, how can somebody start to transition? Maybe they have a problem because I know somebody listening right now is like, they've been stuck in a problem for a really, really long time. And how can they start to transition out of their thinking 
and start to focus on a possibility? Like what would that kind of a transition look like for them? Yes. So when, when any of us have something that troubles us, we already have taken a perspective on it. We already have a point of view about it. We already have formed a conclusion and answer. For example, this is horrible. I am, you know, troubled. I'm depressed. I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed or whatever, you know, the narrative is. And it's a fact. Like you take it as a fact. That's it. And nothing else is real. So this is, this is something that most people underestimate the power we have when we take on a point of view, when we make something a reality and a fact for us. Because when we make something a reality and a fact for us, nothing else can enter our awareness. It's really fascinating. So, you know, when you, when you work with someone and they have decided that they're really bad at whatever they do, and you literally say to them, you did a great job, they cannot hear you. Like the like you voice it, it's there, you know, the sound waves are there, but they're not going into their brains because of the power of the point of view that they have taken. So whatever you have decided about a situation that troubles you, as long as you have that fixed point of view, you will not see any other possibilities. So that's that's one starting point to realize that. And that also helps you to go, it's not so much a reality, it's you making it a reality. And that's very important to differentiate between what is real and what are you making real. That's a big difference. And a lot of us have learned to make things real when they're actually not. So this might change something already in your world, listening to, okay, wait a second, what am I making real that might not be real? And you can ask that question with things that show up that trouble you or that seem really, really heavy for you, or you go, but this is real. And I have gathered evidence for this because we're all very creative when we gather evidence for our troubles. Like, see, I feel this, or I have this thought, or there's like no money or whatever the thing is that troubles people. So, you know, that's also part of the point of view you have. Your point of view creates your reality and not the other way around. Your point of view creates your reality. So whatever you, your point of view is, you gather evidence and you create your reality around that point of view because people want to be right. Most mm-hmm. people want to be right rather than free. And mm-hmm. so the need to be right also w- makes you want to be right in your limitations rather than free. And there's lots of studies, which is funny, where people rather have something troublesome like a troublesome reality, uh, relationship rather than having no relationship. So like the human psyche is really interesting <laughs> in a funny way, like where people rather hold on to something negative yeah. rather than having nothing, uh, mm-hmm. rather than not knowing who they are or rather than, you know, exploring possibilities. So that is something if you realize and you can start laughing about yourself when you do that because humor helps, then you can start going, okay, am I making this real or is it real? Oh, again, that making it real. So once you have that starting point, you can go and 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 you become aware that, okay, I have a point of view here. Then you can go to the next step and go, what is my point of view here? You know, what is that, what is that point of view that creates this situation the way it is? How am I creating this situation? What points of view am I using that are creating, that's creating, you know, me having stress or me feeling overwhelmed or me having the 
perspective, I cannot change this. So what's my point of view here? And then you don't have to do, what I love about this is you don't have to do a lot of work with it. You know, you don't have to go, okay, let me take pencil and paper. We don't do that anymore. We type. Um, (laughs) and, And you write down every single point of view that's coming up. It's more like you just make yourself aware there are some points of view and some of them you want to go, oh, I have the point of view that I have too much work and too little time. Yeah. You know, for example, if you're, if you're stressed and then there's this wonderful tool where you can change the, the hard reality, the fixed points of view that you have about around something. And you can say to yourself, okay, interesting point of view. I have this point of view, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And you say it again and again and again, until you, until you either laugh or you don't find the point of view anymore, because you realize it's just an interesting point of view. It's a point of view, not a reality. And the more you self, make yourself aware of it, the more it shifts into, oh, there's not a reality around this. And you might start laughing that you even have that point of view, or you might even you know, have for a moment, nothing in your brain going on, which is weird in the beginning, because most of us creative business people, we're like, blah, 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 like a lot of stuff in our heads. Yeah. But it's a wonderful moment when you go, wait a second, where's that thing that I just made real? And that's the starting point where you can go, now, what is actually, what would I actually like to create now? What actually works here for me? And that's where you can let in new perspectives and new possibilities, which will fascinate you because they were oftentimes like those new things that make it easier. They're just right in front of us. You know, like when we look back in our lives and we had problems and then when they change, we're like, but it was there all the time. Like the person I was looking for that, you know, I needed for my team that I thought I will never find a new employee or someone. It's hard to find people. Like that's the point of view that a lot of people have. It's hard to find employees. Right. It's hard to, like, I have to hold on to the bad people in my team because I will not have someone. That's also, that's a point of view. Yep. When you let that go, you see, oh, there's a much better person. And that person was so close all the time. I just couldn't receive them. I couldn't see them because I was so stuck in my point of view. So oftentimes it's funny how easy it becomes when we allow it. Mm. Oh, this is so good. I love all of this stuff so much. And it's so, so true because I love how that process that you explained of starting to almost challenge your own reality because you have created it, your belief system is creating it. And so when you kind of start to challenge that and break it apart and then really open yourself up to a new possibility. But I love what you said of just like, and it's so true, like they can't hear it. If you've created this, you know, whatever this situation, and even if it's like, hey, it's really not that bad, or it's not whatever, and you give them praise, like they can't hear it. And it's true, because we block it out, and we don't allow anything else to come in. And, and honestly, it's so much easier to just like relax and allow something to happen than it is for us to just push and grind and drive and get all stressed out. It's actually easier to just kind of like relax and allow something in. But I don't know why it just seems to be like, not that our natural like tendency, our natural tendency, I think is to just kind of push and resist and for all these silly reasons. But I I love that you're taking people through this process of really like opening up to the possibility and really getting them in that whole different space and challenging that reality that they have in fact created. Exactly. Yes. And we, we oftentimes, we just need 
to know that this is something we can change. I mean, the world we have right now is so much about the drama. It's like it feeds us one drama after the other. And it's so like people make themselves followers of the reality of drama rather than going, wait a second, what do I know? Like, is this, is this really like the fact or is this someone's perspective, someone's point of view? And it is someone's point of view. And it's like, if we foster ourselves as leaders and inspire others to be leaders, we would have a different world very, very, very soon when we actually ask ourselves, what do I know here? And when we go for lightness, because most of us growing up in this world, we have been taught to go for the heaviness, Mm -hmm. like whatever is heavy is more real than what's light, Mm -hmm. which is it's such a, it's really a fascinating world we live in and masses, and many of us are different. We always, we always have known, no, 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 there is lightness available and that is more valuable and that is more powerful. But then growing up, it's like that voice in our, in, in the back of our heads, but no, 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 be, be careful. And then there's this paranoia where we're like, okay, am I, am I taking it too lightly? Should I, should I maybe think about this more? And then we have to like, empower ourselves and each other to go and know what is true for you. If you know there's an easier way, if you know lightness is real, go for it. Because that is way more powerful than any of the other drama that's being fed to us. It's so true. And I almost think that sometimes we know like too much. Because now you just have access to so much information and you're bombarded by all this different stuff at all these different times. And even like simple things like your diet or exercise or our business or and just any of these things, like you can hop on Google and you can just have all this information. And I know that sometimes when when I go through a similar process to this, that I just feel like I have to like clear my mind and just forget everything I know because it's like everything you quote know becomes all these competing beliefs. And then you almost get to a point where you just don't even know what to think anymore because you're just hearing all this different stuff and all this different information. And I think sometimes it can be hard to even like filter through all of it and find the truth. Like, you know, you hear all these experts talk about all these different things and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know what to believe anymore. I think food and diet is a great example of that because it's just like for every person who says this is healthy, there's another person who will say that it's not healthy. And you just sort of feel like pulled and back and forth in the middle of all of it. And so I almost feel like when you look at your possibilities and you start to challenge your own reality, that an important part of that is to really just start to think about what do you actually believe? You know, everybody can be teaching everything they're teaching, but getting more to the core of what what you actually believe. Do you see that too? Or yes. Yeah. It's almost like we know a little too much. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like the ping-ponging of point of view. You know, it's like, and as though those discussions and arguments are valuable, but they never lead anywhere. They let you know, it's just like, I think this, I think this is the contrary. And then it's not, that's not creating our lives. That's just like filling our lives with information. It doesn't go anywhere. So if you want to be truly productive, um, definitely it's like, is this, is this information valuable to me? Cause we know, how do we know? How do we know if something is valuable? Because it will do something with you. If you, if you hear something and it, it speaks to you and it speaks to what's true for you, it will go, ah, it will make you feel lighter. It will create some kind of expansion in your world. And that's how, that's the best GPS that we have. It's what we know and what's true for us. 
and not what's cognitively true for us, because they're like, we just ping pong our points of view, but it's like beyond cognition, we have a sense, a sense of what's true for us. And that's where we go, ah, when you hear something that goes, oh, in your world, it relaxes you, it creates space for you, it expands you, then it speaks to you because it's congruent with you. And we've seldom learned to listen to what's congruent with us. We listen to things that are, you know, not congruent with us. And, you know, and that's something that confuses people. Like, for example, if someone says, you know, there's a new situation at work, at your business, and you go, oh my God, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. I'm so stressed with the new changes. But saying that doesn't create any lightness, then that's not what's going on. And it's not that you're afraid, then it's something else that's true for you. And and what we see with this, you know, pragmatic psychology work, when we finding out what's true for you, people go, oh, wait a second, I'm not afraid. I'm actually excited. You know, I, I misunderstood fear with excitement. I'm actually looking forward. And it has like this, oh, like excited feeling in my body. And, but labeling it fear creates a contraction because it doesn't match. It's not congruent with what's going on. But seeing it as what it is, I'm actually looking forward to this. I'm excited about this. That is actually what's true for me. And that is congruent and that's opening up more space. So it's like, I see that we're all right now in the process of learning what is actually congruent with us. What's true will always make you feel lighter. And that's something we haven't been taught. It's something we have to practice a lot with all the points of view out there. Yeah. And beliefs. Oh, it's so true. And the truth always was it. The truth sets you free. It's it, yes. and even if it's the truth around something difficult, I find that even that's lighter because at least if you're dealing with the truth of it, now you can do something about it. Now you're kind of taking ownership of it versus, you know, creating a lot of excuses or reasons or nonsense as to why, you know, all this stuff is. Is, I mean, that's just a bunch of crap. And it, it, it does kind of bring you down. Even when, when you're really looking at truth, it is lighter. It does feel good. So how do you help people kind of bridge that gap between the, the heavy reality of what is, because there's all this proof and evidence, right? They can look around and they can go, look at my problems, look at these challenges, look at all these things, right? Here's all this physical evidence of it versus you know, I'm open now to possibilities, I can bring things in. And which actually happens very, really, usually pretty quickly, when you actually open up and allow things in, it actually can happen very, very quickly. But like, how do you help people kind of bridge that gap between the the what is, and then the what's possible and the amount of time kind of in there? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very, um, Big question when there's so, 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 so many elements in that. But one of the things I can say short is whenever you have a fixed point of view, something that drags you down, something that's heavy, you hear someone saying something and you're like, you so want to believe it because it's someone with a title or it's someone that's on TV or it's someone that's like, you go, I should listen to this person because, you know, and then you have all these reasons and justifications to why they're so important and why they're points of view are so important and you should follow them. Whenever you listen to something and someone and it creates a sense of ugh, contraction or heaviness, like create an inner alarm clock, just go, okay, time out, wait a second. I'm doing this again. Like there's this person and they're wonderful and they have titles and everybody finds them wonderful and everybody believes what they say, but it makes me feel heavy. What was that thing? Okay, what's light will always, what's true for you will always make you feel lighter. 
just like remind yourself of that. Just put this somewhere on, you know, some kind of paper and or whatever you use as a reminder. Um, I'm old school with papers, but, you know, like some kind of phone reminder or something where you just go, okay, what's true will always, always make me feel lighter. So whenever someone says something makes you feel heavier, it's obviously not true for you. It might be true for them or for someone else, but it's not true for you. So rather than making yourself a follower to the beliefs of others, please empower yourself to know what's true for you. It's the only That's the only way we can change this world. And it's so vital, especially right now, to you know be that leader rather than the follower. And how do you practice this? By asking questions, just like, okay, what do I know here? What's true for me here? For example, the diet thing you talked about, if someone says, whatever, this food thing is so unhealthy and it, but you listen to this and you go, ah, it doesn't really like do this to me. It doesn't really expand my world. Then it might not be true for you. Ask your body. Your body knows. Hey body, how about this? And for body things, you want to be very right now. Body, if you eat this, what will this create for you? You know, like, would you like to eat this now? Yes or no. And you can learn that communication with your body, with your business, with your life, with anything. Um, and those questions, every time you ask a question, it will open up possibilities. Every time you go for an answer, it closes possibilities. So this is something we can practice asking questions rather than going for solutions or answers or conclusions. Oh, I love it so much. It sometimes feels like you have the the dream or the possibility or the thing that you really want that's in your heart. And then you have this whole belief system that's attached, you know, that's in there too. And it's almost like the two of them just kind of start battling it out. And it's like, but I really want this, but here's my belief of why I can't have it. But, but I really want this, but but here's the belief of why I can't have it. And if it's like, if you can get those two to just like stop arguing, <laughs> which I, I, it sounds like this is kind of what that does is by now opening up to the possibility and to spending more time in the possibility, it's almost getting that like limiting belief system sort of out of the way. So that way yeah. you can really step into that potential, that possibility, that higher space, whatever that is. And I'm with you 100%. It will feel lighter. It will feel better than being stuck in just, you know, the problem over and over and over again. Exactly like that. Yeah. Ah, I love this conversation. So, so many good things. I know so many good takeaways. Susanna, this is the kind of topic I could just like talk about all day long. So love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I know there are people listening who are going to want to dive into this even further. So where can our listeners find you? You can find me either on susannamittermeyer.com or on pragmaticpsychology.com. Very nice. Thank you. And you guys will put that in the show notes as well. Susanna, thank you so much for being here with me today. All right, everybody listening, guys, like hear this, but take some action from it. You know, stop dwelling in all of the problem, the problem, the problem. Open your mindset up to the possibilities and spend some time in that space. And I, I love, Susanna, what you said that the truth, your truth will always feel lighter. And so just play around with this as you go through your day and, and, and things are coming at you because they do in this wonderful, crazy, beautiful life that we live. And as things are coming at you, you know, just spend a little bit more time maybe getting clarity or some awareness on is this my truth? And does it feel lighter? Does it feel heavier? And would you agree, Susanna, that's like a good first step for people to start taking from this? Definitely a really, really good first step. 
Awesome. All right. Love it, you guys. Take some action. Dwell in the possibilities. I absolutely love it. And that's it for us today. And you can just all get out there and have a happy, productive day. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.